0: Two guests from the UK today. Wow. This is a first. Really? Probably not. <laughs> well, we had Howard Oakley on once and he counts for like about 10 guests, you know, because his stories, you know, Fair. he's got great long stories <laughs> and he's on, is it the Isle of Wight? Sounds like I make up. That oh
1: yeah. Name. It's what, I don't know, was it about five miles or maybe or something off the coast of, of Britain? And then it's like another 20 miles from that to, to France. So It broke off a little bit, but yeah. Oh, wow. Shanklin and Sandown and Black Gang Chai and all these different weird places they've got down there. It's, the island's only about 20-odd miles across by about 10 or something.
0: Speaking of weird uh, islands, I finally learned where Jersey is. It's not New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, <it's> not... No. <laughs> no. No, it's not. The, the Real Housewives of Jersey is a totally different show. <laughs>
1: and that we, we were working with a customer, um, and the, the Channel Islands don't have, or didn't up until recently, have uh, iTunes. So there was no ABM, no ASM, no DEP, no VPP, because even, of, even though it's part of the UK, it's kind of not, it's kind of its own thing. So they didn't have iTunes registered there for the tax thing, so they couldn't do any of the deployment programs, which is fun trying to deploy devices now. Like, uh, you yeah. <laughs> right. hey, we've got a thousand our, our, our iPhones. It's like, good luck sending them up with Configurator or something cool. I don't know how you're going to do that, but luckily enough, it, it, it changed like two weeks ago. And then, yeah, they're going great guns. But that was a fun one, trying to figure out how we're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's complicated, you it? just shipping stuff out there. <laughs>
0: They're like right next to France, just off of
1: France, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, much closer to France than, than, than us, than uh, any other mainland Britain or, or Isle or anything like that. So, yeah.
0: Well, um, before this turns into a historical podcast on the effects, the long lasting effects of colonialism, uh, let's talk about uh, Mac, Dev, and Ops. <laughs> Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR Podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR Conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software products inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps Podcast. Uh, we uh, welcome today two awesome guests, speakers at MacDevOps 2021, Piero and Ben. How's it going, Piero? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me.
2: It's all good. It's a good end of the day here. So it's a sunny day for London, which is a nice change. Nice. nice.
0: Another great guest, Ben. Ben, how are you doing?
1: Good, thank you. Yeah, um enjoying the sun. As we kind of said at the beginning uh, before this, if I suddenly go off air and slump forward, it's because it's too hot in my little box office at the side of the house, but closing all windows and doors to make it clearer for for you folks to hear me and stuff. But it's been nice, yeah. A bit of sun, a couple of days. It's been lovely. Do
0: you have the uh, correct supplies to survive this heat uh, wave? Do you have enough Guinness? or
1: um... Um, No. (laughs) Um, Part of my potential passing out might be because the Guinness went last night. So. Uh, we were, we, lockdown's changed, um, with different rules, we're able to see people, like 30 people outside now, six in the house, different households, so it's um, been a good excuse to go and see people around my sisters, seeing friends, family, someone who I haven't seen since months before lockdown, so lockdown for us is kind of started March 2020, so yeah, good times, good times, but you, just, you haven't seen someone for 20 odd months, and you get to actually sit across from them and hang out, and when the weather's with it, you've got to make the most of it.
0: Yeah, what a strange time uh, with lockdowns and COVID and everyone working at home. And uh, now we have to slowly integrate ourselves back into society. We're going to have to have a, a real life in-person conference next year, I think. It's been two be, years. Be weird. Yeah. will <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Really weird. Weird, but awesome. But yes, we're uh, just about to have our seventh Mac DevOps uh, YVR conference, uh, the second online. It's taken a lot of effort. Uh, thanks to everyone who's worked to help us. Thank you, JD, and uh, everybody, and all the speakers, and uh, thank you to all the volunteers, everyone that's helping. It's it uh, takes a lot of effort, but it's totally worth it to get everyone together. And um, I'm so happy that Ben and Piero here have stepped up to uh, jump on the podcast and uh, share some of their knowledge. Ben, you are uh, well known in the Mac community uh, with a great name like Mac Mule. Tell us a little bit about uh, how this year's gone for you.
1: To be honest, for working uh, conditions or whatever, like working location, I'm still in the same office I am normally. It's been five years of me working in this, this little office. And I know some people have kind of gone, oh, when you go on Zoom, oh, bless, are oh, you stuck in a cupboard? No, this is where I work. This is, I'm quite happy doing this <laughs> thing. I, I get to play at my dirty metal in here. The family are outside. It's, it's, it's all right. I'm in my own little space. So that's cool. The thing that's been most challenging, I think, has been the, the lack of a pattern this year. Where we've got customers across different verticals. We've got, you know, fintech customers, we've got NHS, um, we've got some NHS trusted customers, we've got funeral directors. And, you know, sadly, those funeral directors have been quite quite busy at the beginning and stuff. And then education haven't, and then it's kind of moved up and down. And, you know, then you've got like design agencies or you've got someone who's maybe doing something, maybe event stuff, and then they've gone really quiet. So your annual cycle is kind of completely broken down because it seems to be just constantly busy. So, I'm looking forward to normality to get that pattern back basically. It'd be quite nice because it's been, it's been mental.
0: Quite a range of uh, verticals, uh, Ben. How uh, is uh, your main uh, app? Is it Jamjar? Is that uh, your main product?
1: So um, Jamjar is the open source version. We've got auto-update for Jamf, which is a paid for version of that, um, where we would manage the auto-package repos. We've managed the monkey repos for everybody. And that's kind of the experience of of that and having so many auto-package repos is why I put the talking and, talking about digging for download URLs, how to find these because we're doing them all day. Yeah, every day we, we, we're putting in different recipes for people. We've got over 260 download recipes in our own repo alone. We've got over 700 titles we offer through this service. So we're constantly daily touching auto-package in some way. But we do a lot of things. I mean, we've got like, a, like an MSP program where we have folks who we host Jamf for them and we manage Jamf for them, or we can kind of do it as a hybrid where we work with them. or different verticals, different options like that, Different like, you know, Jamf Protect, Jamf Connect, uh, malware JavConnect, Malwarebytes, etc. So, there's lots of things keeping us busy.
0: <laughs> nice. Piero, how's this uh, year been for you? That's been interesting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, as you can imagine, about 14 months ago, so, like, last March, we switched to fully remote, and, like, we used to call it remote first, and... Out of all things, I think the, that was the revenge of IT, because IT is always like, you have to be in the office. Well, luckily for us, the company we work for managed to keep going. We kept, we kept hiring, after a little bit of uncertainty, we kept hiring and growing across and um, this past year. I think we've almost, almost doubled in size now. So obviously some things were fit for purpose, some things were less fit for purpose. One of that was our MDM, so um, we moved to a better provider than, uh, than, than what we were using before. I'm not going to name names because it's a spoiler-free, this one. But yeah, we, that basically enabled us to deliver as close to zero touch as we could get right now. Um, to give you an idea, before we used to touch every Mac because of limitation with a previous... We could get zero touch, but not really. Like There was like a little bits and pieces that needed to be put in place. And then, yeah, I, I am in very much vocal on, I really want to work from home. I want to be work remotely for the rest of my life. But I find out myself is, I'm missing a little bit of the office. I'm, le- I'm missing the human relationships. And I'm quite lucky because I live with my, my partner, my brother. So I have a little bit of family very close to me that helped me through this this year. But I just can't, can't imagine what, what it has been for people like living by themselves, or even possibly even like in house shares in London, which are incredibly common with either five people and no place to go to even like, let off some steam. I don't know, you can't go to the gym. you can't go like, you, you could go for a run maybe. But how many people did go for runs? But yeah, so it's, uh, it's been a challenging time, but um, it looks like we're seeing the end, hopefully. I'm getting my second vaccine Friday, so that's good. I'll be able to go out a little bit more, and uh, maybe go for a grocery run to a real grocery shop. Nice.
0: It's been a lot of lot of up and downs this year, and I know in every country, city, province, territory, there's always different changing rules, and that's been kind of difficult to adjust. And
2: it's weird, like it's weird going to the shops, right? Right. Even thinking about, oh, I'm gonna go grab some like enough biscuits. It's weird.
1: Have you, have you have you done the have you done the, done the commute yet, Piero? Have you jumped on the tube or anything yet? Because I've I've not done any public transport. Right, that's that's got to be weird with Fair, other yeah people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's not as it was. Like I live on a very busy line of the underground here in London, so it's uh usually it's it's jam packed coming back home from the office. But nowadays there there are like seats. the the the, the carriages are like not empty, but. There's enough space unless it's peak hour. I haven't tried peak hour at the moment, so that's uh, but that's one of the things that scares me the most. I got a I got an e-bike, so I'm I'm hoping to cycle to work, which is gonna be like 15 kilometers going <laughs> and 15 kilometers coming back. But hopefully the battery will help.
0: <laughs> we have uh, an amazing conference that uh, is coming right up on our doorstep here, and I'm very excited uh, for so many talks. Never has it been so crazily organized with five-minute talks and 15-minute talks. Uh, This is quite a challenge that uh, this insane organizer has thrown down uh, at uh, some of these speakers. Uh, Ben, 15-minute talk?
1: Uh, Ish. Ish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it starts starts there. You don't know Ben, do you? (laughs) Well, at the moment, it's 131 slides, so I should probably trim that down a little bit, but 15 minutes. I did do it in 17, but Realise afterwards that i was recording it um, at my speed i normally speak or maybe when you've seen me at a conference and maybe when we're socializing in the pub and i got a conference and i do sometimes pick up speed quite a bit so even right now i'm trying to slow my speech down so i need to kind of maybe remove a few slides and talk at a normal pace maybe or, or a slower pace for people so yes it will be 15 minutes ish <laughs> it's gonna be short than <laughs> 17 anyway <laughs>
3: As Matt rolls his eyes at you.
0: It, starts, it, starts, it all starts crumbling already. It's, just, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, fun challenge. I think uh, we've adjusted. Uh, there's time in between each talk for Q&A and, and for, for people. But yeah, I mean, you can start looking at your slides and into your own soul and
3: seeing what could be in a GitHub as a encyclopedia <laughs> and what could be a funny quip from Ben. More, more talking means less questions, though. I, I understand Ben's strategy here.
0: That's good. That's good. Yeah, probably. I mean...
1: I, I like that. We just talk quickly and with the accent and I'll throw in some British slang in there. Nobody will have any idea what I'm talking about and it'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Piero, how was your talk challenge that I've thrown at you? <laughs> Fun. As
2: you know, I like, I'm a big Kanban fan. So my, my, my big struggle is to give it a sense because I want to say a lot of stuff and like just, I find myself like trimming and trimming and trimming and trimming. So right now I'm trimming more and more, but yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be within 15 minutes. I'd love if people had questions, to be honest. I don't, I'm happy to answer questions, but most, mostly because it's not like there's no good answer. It's like, there's no right or wrong there. It's like it, what it works for you. And I, and I love like when people have different challenges and different perspectives, they're just like, to take is one person that has that point of view that you haven't considered, and it's like that's an int- like it turns into an interesting problem very quickly, right?
0: Well, we don't work in a, a discipline. Sorry to shock everyone, where there's one right way to do this Mac deployment, Mac you know management. There's many different ways. And so that's the beautiful thing about it is we can share our different methods and different experiences and we can deploy Max with many different MDMs and different apps and open source. And I just love it when, you know, say Ben's like, Oh yeah, you know, try this, you know, data jar thing and try this way to grab auto package and try this method and then you sort of look over and go, Oh wow, look what he's doing, and that looks really interesting. And you get overloaded sometimes, you just pick an idea and then just let's let's try that method and see how that can affect our workflow. So um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I look forward to your talk, uh, Ben, uh, about uh, auto package, uh, cause that's just something that you can always dig into and, uh, improve.
1: Yeah. My, my job has changed at data as well. So as of October, I became, um, head of innovation and platform is the fancy title. Um, essentially it's DevOps basically. So I'm moving more into that type of role, but obviously with what we do, the way we work, DevOps is a bit strange in the way that we do it at data Cause we got we hosted Kubernetes environment with all of our Jav Pro and stuff like that. I mean, we're, we're, we're using RAM up by the terabyte. That's so much hosting we've got with different things, our own private cloud, which is good fun. And then, but we're still digging into things. All oh, actually, like you say there, occasionally we, we need to look at review workflows. How, we're doing X, Y, and Z. How do we do it? Cool, let's look at adding this to this tool, let's extend this tool set, or let's bring this thing in. And that's what's been really fun. It's, and it's great the way the community works together on this and collaboratively gives to each other. And then the fact that you can cherry pick and choose what you want and figure out these workflows. And that's well, it's always been awesome about being, a, uh, being, a, being an Apple admin. Um, and so even though I'm more DevOps-y moving that route now, I've still got this bit in there where I need to know what the challenges are, figure them out, how are we going to roll with them, and what can we roll into our tools? So that's, I get to play with the cool stuff, basically, which is what I'm trying to say, which is just which is fun, because we, we produce a lot of cool stuff as, Mac, as Apple admins, which is, which is awesome.
0: Well, I think uh, the, I designed Mac DevOps as a conference for people on the spectrum of like, technologies, so some people are still on the system inside looking out at DevOps and looking at managing things in the cloud as a service and going, how am I going to do this? And other people are on the other side going, I'm knee deep in Kubernetes, there's got to be a better way, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I, I appreciate everyone wherever they are on their journey and then throwing me all the questions. So if Ben's like, hey, Matt, I need to figure out all these problems next year at our conference, we need to have 500 Kubernetes engineers to give talks so I can learn more about how that works. So, you know, it's like everybody where they are should like, you know, let, the, let everyone know and then we, we find people to, to give talks and then we can all contribute uh, where we are and uh, it's all about learning so.
1: Every day is a school day
0: Yeah, every day is a school day. Piero where, where are you at in your journey? What do you want to know?
2: Lots of stuff <laughs> I want to learn web development really in terms of like I'm practicing with Go and I'm learning a few bits and pieces of how actually applications are like, I want to know about the glue that holds applications together. So all that stuff and fun stuff about like, oh, your application has to talk to a database. This is how it works. Your application has to take input from this website and talk to this other service via API. This is how it works. Yeah, Basically that is what I've been picking at the most in recent times, along with a bunch of stuff about Kanban because you know, I have to talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> always,
0: always, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> delve into a topic, uh, give a talk definitely.
2: But yeah, I think it, the, 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 the idea is behind behind this is I can't shake the feeling that us as Mac admins, we're moving towards the software developer much more and more and at a faster pace. And I feel like these are like really useful skills, where we'll end up in a position where software developers, like, Mac admins will have to be software developers, because you will need to understand the internals of things, and that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, when I see Ben Ben's work and that, like, all the, the 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 people in the community that release open source software, I think about Eric, I think about Greg. All these people are like they are basically developers, and they they they're doing that for us, and and it's it's amazing. So it's a uh, it's a bit of a, a necessity in terms of like that's what my what I want to have in my skill set. But it's also like I really want to give back to the community something someday somehow. So uh, that's the thanks for uh, sharing. Um, we had a nice
0: uh, book club this summer with the DevOps uh, for Dummies book club. I mean. Being part of the community is is a participatory act where you join book clubs and join the conference and share what you know and make friends and uh, you know we don't officially uh, unless they're they're working for us you know become mentors but we can help people in the community wherever they're at whether it's on the Slack or uh, on Twitter or I mean when people have questions and make them feel welcome and help them along and guide them in a non grumpy manner as much as possible as much as we're allowed you know in our crazy lives.
3: I feel like you're calling me out here, Matt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things I think we've, we've missed with all this madness and it being remote is that it's great doing these conferences online on that and having these ways of interacting with folks, but you are missing a bit of that hallway track. We're all making up for it as much as we can, but there is quite a bit of that you're, 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 you're missing, I think, as well. Um, and it's just that, that thing of when we finally can get on planes and everything and sit next to actual people. Uh, yeah. out, out of our bubbles and that which is going to be weird but that's the 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 one bit that we, we are missing we can't get away from unfortunately isn't it but it's a cool thing the community's still there and we're still hanging out we're still chatting we're still working on stuff as we always have done it's just you can't sit across the table from someone right now
0: yeah definitely when this all came down you know and you know i was in we were in the middle planning the real live in-person mac devops and you know i had hotel room blocks that i didn't know what to do with and didn't we didn't all know the scale of this pandemic and people were like can we come to vancouver and i'm like i don't know i think the borders closed i don't know like what's going on you
1: know as we're all
0: trying to grasp you know like uh, one more great step beyond just the normal adulting tasks that we have to grasp as parents or adults or (laughs) in this world um yeah we we did wonder what should we do it online should we do it at all should we you know what's going on you know and I think the answer came down to, yeah, people still want to like get together and still want to like trade ideas and chat. And uh, I know Henry said that, you know, it was nice online while well, he was skeptical at first. It was nice to see people that he'd met in person and go, oh, I can say hi to them. I know them. I've met some of these people. And, and so it makes it a little bit easier when you see the people online that you know them. And so. That that definitely eases it, and I think JD tried to add things like the hallway track to Discord so that like with a voice channel, you know, Slack is nice, but having a voice channel, you can just chat. But yeah, trying to create uh, opportunities just to hang out, uh, trying to create a watering hole or a pub-type atmosphere, we did get a lot of feedback that people that wouldn't be able to travel normally from very far away, you know, they were able to jump in and join. We wonder what we'll do next year definitely will probably be doing in person because I think a lot of people will want to come to Vancouver and oh yeah attend a conference if there is one there but what are you looking forward to at uh, Mac DevOps I
2: mean I I was looking forward to visit Vancouver (laughs) but uh, that's not happening for this year I kind of like Mac DevOps in general because you manage to give it that vibe of like the DevOps days where like people come in and bring their expertise and even if it's like it's not this... It feels very informal and very friendly and very open. And at the same time, it's got a lot of value. I'm thinking, like, I don't think there is a, a formal, like, mech conference, like mech admins conference. I think as a community, we're pretty awesome in terms of, like, everyone's super open, everybody, everyone is super humble, and everyone is, like, always sharing knowledge, which is amazing. Mac DevOps is, like, it's, it's really... It's really like, it, it, it feels like a bunch of friends, like just hanging out and we all happen to do a lot of stuff. So I, it honestly, like last year was my, my first at Mac devops and it was online. And I thought it was like, this was super cool. Like having the, you had the side channels for like chats with after the speakers and their, and their talks and all that stuff. I thought it was like, like there were genuinely like nice little touches that, I mean, conference talks are on YouTube anyway. The content is great, but it's always available. The atmosphere of the conference is the, the thing that I look forward the most. Yeah. And the crazy hack night, though. <laughs> to be <Yeah>. honest, <laughs> the, the hack
0: night was really interesting last year. Uh, yeah, another great excuse to hang out, and Discord helps make uh, try to replicate that a little bit. Some things are better online in Discord, and some conversations are easier some things are harder. You know, it's hard to replicate a a real hangout in the pub or the hallway, um, but we do our best to try and do some things. But I was definitely always impressed by DevOps days in general with the five-minute talks. You know, I just thought that that could be one way that people could break out of the, I can't give a talk because I can't speak for an hour, or maybe I'm just playing with an idea. So five minutes is enough to say, I'm starting with this thing. I'm not sure where it's going, or I'm trying this thing, or here's my one experience. And it's definitely like my my goal is to try and encourage people to give talks because we don't all have to be experts and we can just share where we are and and trying to share that honesty with each other and uh, yeah I I, I I yeah I miss everybody I want to do I, it in person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it, right? It's one of the one of the plans for London Apple admins as well, which uh, Piero's hosted once. now, once was it? Twice? You folks have hosted? No, once. Uh, only once, once. Only once. Be twice soon, don't worry. Um so <laughs> <laughs> All right. we, we make it we make it kind of nomadic, we kinda of go around London. Uh, if someone is gracious enough to host us, then generally they give a talk. And it's supposed to be like that stepping stone to get people comfortable because it's in front of a group of friends and we're just like it could be a five-10 minute talk, could be a fifteen minute one, and it's almost could be, hey I'm doing this thing, could you help me? Like or we have a chat about this, or and that's the idea is to try and generate that thing and then take the stigma away of people being worried about standing in front. And just that kind of putting your hand up and saying, hey, anybody want to talk about this? Or anybody can with this? And just making that collaborative thing. And when you look at other communities, it's, it's this weird thing that us Apple admins do. We do collaborate. And we do reach out and work with each other. It's just bizarre when you go to others. You hear horror stories of things like the Windows Slack and stuff and the way that people have been treated on there and other places. And you think, this is normal for other communities, but it's not. And we're very, very fortunate. So, so yeah, it's good. It's good. it's good. it's good. Lovely to see places like this where we're trying to, you know, You don't want to stand up on stage and present in front of 500 people and it kind of be very serious sometimes. It's nice to be somewhere where it's a bit more comfortable and you're there presenting with your colleagues, your peers. Well, it's a a different mentality, which is really cool.
0: Definitely important work going on in the local meetups. And I think London Apple admin's doing a great job of getting people together and trying to build a community, and
3: that really helps. Thank you so much for working on that. Thank you. Piero, I'm I'm shocked that you're not excited to actually hear from Emily Freeman after being part of the book club so extensively this last summer. <laughs> I do. I do.
2: I obviously am excited to hear about that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm slightly less excited and more terrified to be speaking right after her, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, which is going to be even more fun. But that also means that I can like just sit in the conference not having to worry about having to speak <laughs> for the rest of the conference. So that's great. But yeah, I... I really look forward to, to, her, to her talk. Yeah, so excited that she's
0: found some time to help us, and uh, she graciously donated her uh, speaker uh, fee to uh, Black Girls Code, a uh, nonprofit group. She's an amazing person, and i uh, just glad that she could come to Mac DevOps uh, virtually this time and uh, give us a, a little talk. I'm very much looking forward to it. We so much enjoyed looking at the DevOps for Dummies book. I mean, wherever you are on your journey, I mean, there's a lot of just basic cool common sense, awesome stuff in that book about how to work in a team, whether you're doing devops or not. It's just a lot of how do you work together? how do teams work together? and I think it should be studied. you know how do how do you work together with other groups? you know it's it's there's a lot of good good psychology in there and how to like not be a you know a, a, a terrible worker, how to be a decent, good teamwork you know person so
2: the the thing I like about devops is just like you, you can you can take those principles and apply them to a lot of stuff like it's not it's not just software development it's not just running a team it's not just delivering value it's just the the concept of being always trying to get better and have feedback loops and 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 all that is it's one of those things that actually can change your life right and it once you read them it's like it's very common sense like i think about like other like staples of the devops stuff like the phoenix project or the, the the goal which is the phoenix project but with manufacturing once you read these things they're so simple and you think like oh my god like my like i had like my i felt like my mind blowing it's like i was like why would i ever think that multitasking is a good idea after reading this 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 makes complete sense it's empirically correct it is theoretically correct and now like off I go, and now I, I, like, I have to stop doing 17 things at the same time because I'm doing nothing otherwise. To me, it's just like it's been like this, this past two years when I've started like digging into agile literature and, and DevOps and, and you name it. It's, it's just a broad enough set of principles that apply, that you can apply, that you can take, experiment, iterate and apply. Like what, what works for you may not work for someone else, you will be able to deliver much more value with that approach than you were before. So it's to me, it's just, it's just phenomenal.
0: Has uh, DevOps changed your life, Ben? Are the uh, the rulers of DataJar enlightened?
1: I'm employee number three, and I'm supposedly one of the rulers, I guess. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I was technical director and now uh, head of platform, innovation platform, it's just a change of focus, but I'm still a director. So I'd, I'd say, yes, we are happy with me, if I can give my own <laughs> performance evaluation. Um, <laughs> I think it's just... Doing things at a different scale required this shift in mindset for me to work in a different manner. You know, we're not talking about one Jamf environment that we're running. We're talking of a couple of hundred on our own infrastructure. And then we've got supporting things that we've built. Um, there's a number of web apps and stuff that I've built in Flask. And we're building some stuff in Django now and things that... Some of them have got uh, devices check in a couple of million times a day. And then that then iterates and does other things. And these are things that, you know, I've been at age five years, so I wouldn't have thought I'd be doing this now. I mean, when I started, I was worked like kind of one of the engineers. Well, I was the second engineer, essentially, uh, <laughs> kind of. And it's just the way things have grown. But to be fair, my career has always been accidental anyway. You can see, you guys can see, obviously, you might be able to see on the podcast, but I've got these guitars in this room here with me and stuff. Like many folks, I fell into uh, working in Apple devices through music studios. Got, got ripped off, got for a job in IT, and, you yeah, know, 18 years later, well, 19 years later, so just over half my life now, and I'm still doing IT stuff. Part of me geeks out, you know. I I get creative with code now, I don't get creative writing music and stuff. But so, yeah, and it's just that evolution of the next thing because I did support and stuff for about uh, 14 years straight, doing customer support things and stuff and kind of desk stuff. So, um, yeah, now I've been moved away. I mean, Darren and some of the team will tell you that the the CSAT scores did go up when I left the desk. (laughs) by uh, it went up by 0.3 of a percent but they did go up uh, which has been noted um so yeah it's just been an evolution and i think it's just it, it is cool because you start to realize how everything hangs together and and when you've got apis with different endpoints you're bringing stuff together and how this is all interacting and it's really is really important and like pierre was saying if we're going to become like these app developers we're going to at some point you're going to be calling to something externally or they, the, your, your mindset will change a bit and you'll start to build out these larger platforms and integrations and stuff I mean, currently i'm doing some integrations in regards to um say like auto package monkey and patch which is um a level of madness but yeah keeps keeps you keeps, keeps occupied keeps you quiet supposedly so yeah why not it's good fun
3: <laughs> having a million devices like that uh, checking in is basically a denial of service attack on yourself though isn't it
1: yeah uh, luckily enough it's not a million devices but it's a million check-ins so yeah no, if it was a million devices, I might ha- I might actually not still be in this office. If it was a million <laughs> devices, I might something a little bit bigger. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're, luckily enough, we we this is again stuff that I'm learning. Is we've worked with a platform as a service company called Cloud Helix, um, and so they worry about the physical tin and the the, the, the firewall etc. I worry about the application layer. But just nice. the fact that that actually makes sense to me now is is quite a leap from where I was, and it's that constant evolution, like saying having dialogue. And chat with folks and folks that have had the same type of journey where you realize that it is feasible and that there's some of the stuff you're thinking as well so that slight imposter syndrome of this where it's like is this really right is that all it is and people are like yeah yeah that's what it is oh you think it's a lot magical and stuff and there's you know whatever's happening in the background and you realize you take a little peek at it it is that simple okay cool now just do it a thousand times <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: when the laziness kicks in, right? You have to script it. You have to terraform it. You have to put it in code and make it like.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean.
0: <laughs> thanks to the community, and thanks to everyone sharing that uh, we, can, we can go through this together. And uh, I appreciate everything you're doing, Ben, and, and you, Piero. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And a little bit you too, JD. Just a little bit. <laughs> Piero. Where do we find you on the internet?
2: Yeah. My Twitter is pmamberti, which is unspellable. So it's Papa Mike alpha. No, I'm not going to try that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's my first name initial and and then my last name. I used to have a blog. I may, I may have to bring it back up to life because I want to have the slides and a few useful links for when I do the talk. So that's going to be the excuse for figuring out. Maybe I'll see if I can do something interesting with GitHub Actions so it stays out updated.
0: Yeah, good luck, Piero, and I look forward to your talk at Mac DevOps. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Ben, where do we find you?
1: I'm pretty much MacMule everywhere. Uh, MacMule.com, the blog. MacMule blog is the Twitter uh, handle, which is maybe... They've said that in a confusing way. Uh, MacMule on Slack. did actually... My, my, my daughter earlier in the week, asked me, why Mac Mule? And I said, oh, like, right. it's... Um, and she read the tagline on my blog, she, she's, she's 11, and the tagline is, doing the donkey work to me like a smart ass. And she just found it hilarious. And she goes, well, why Mule? And I said, well, because Mule's an ass. And she looked at me, and I said, I'm just a professional ass. And my 11 year old daughter just fell about in bits, so she's realised what the mule bit means and stuff. So that's uh, that's been quite good, yeah. So, so what does your dad do for a living? Oh, he's a professional ass. Yeah, that's so, yeah.
0: so your demographic, 10 year
1: olds. Well, that's definitely my uh, level of humour uh, and you know, my audience. When I'm you know, all the dad jokes and stuff as well. And you mentioned way back earlier so, something ground it seemed like you were saying you had to be you had to be an adult to be a parent or something it's like you insinuate that it's like no no, no definitely not my, my kids would, would completely disagree with you on that especially for this guy so yeah um, but yes you can find me at MacMule it's at Slack Twitter uh, and, and, and my, my blog www.com. and if you want to find Piero and you can't find him find me I can tell you where he is so <laughs> <laughs>
2: find
0: Piero as a service that's uh... <laughs> thanks man <laughs> Well, hopefully, after Mac DevOps, uh, we'll find him at the L- London uh, Apple Mac admins. Uh, you know, giving a talk. You know. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be hosting, one, won't you, Pierre? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No pressure. Uh, no pressure. This is actually how it happens. If you re- see it go step into the London channel, which is a bit like a pub. Um, but you it's generally how it happens someone says like, oh, I've got this great idea and stuff and you go cool you, you, you get excited about it and you get and say oh yeah maybe I could host an event and I didn't realise that actually if you host the event you're presenting and we just trap people into this thing and go them into <laughs> it That's just, it's a pattern yeah I remember crazy. that <laughs> <laughs> no that, that it, it,
2: was weird fun, yeah. it was good fun though it was good fun
0: The community uh, depends on awesome people to share their experiences. And we uh, encourage everyone to uh, give a quick talk, join your local meetup group, uh, try some uh, some talks uh, online in your local meetup group online, or hopefully soon in a local pub or local um, get together. So uh, give that talk around uh, a trusted group of friends and, and then give it at Mac DevOps. We look forward to hearing your awesome ideas. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Piero. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Ben. It's been
1: lovely. Thank you. It really has. Thank you for having us. The Mac DevOps
3: YVR conference and podcast is looking for sponsors. Support and encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community by sponsoring Mac DevOps. If you're interested in sponsoring the Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast, send an email to hello at mdoyvr.com.
0: Thank you to our awesome Mac DevOps sponsors. For the 2021 Mac DevOps Conference, we would like to thank Mac Stadium, our platinum sponsor. We are also grateful for Mac Stadium's sponsorship of our hack night. Thank you, Mac Stadium. Visit them at macstadium.com. Our gold sponsor is Flow Swiss AG with their Mac Bare Metal instance. Thank you, Flow Swiss AG. Visit them at flow.swiss/mac-bare-metal. Thank you to our silver sponsor, SimpleMDM. Visit them at simplemdm.com. Thank you to our bronze sponsor, Teradici. Visit them at teradici.com. Our live feed is sponsored by FleetDM. Visit them at fleetdm.com. And this year, our MDM panel is sponsored by Adigee. Visit them at adigee.com. Please take a moment to visit all of our sponsors. We could not hold Mac DevOps YVR without the support of our sponsors. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to our co hosts. Today's episode was edited by J.D. Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service. J.D.? Do you want to thank people individually and have them respond to this podcast, or are you still against this? F- you. <laughs> <laughs>